Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to Talking Baddies. My name is Leah, and this is Lexi. Hello. How are you doing? today Lexi I'm good how are you Leah I'm so good 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 to hear if you could eliminate one food item okay so that nobody could ever eat that food again you would destroy it what food would it be yeah would people know that I like that's a good question or is it like disappeared from their memory so they don't know that's a good question hmm I didn't think that far. <laughs> I need to know the details. Of this yeah, I didn't it. think you would need to know more than that. <laughs> um, okay, let's say you snap your fingers, the food is gone. They still remember the food, but they don't know that it was you that did it. Okay, so I'm not to blame for this. Yeah. Missing food. You're safe. The first thing that came to my head was olives. Really? I don't like olives. I don't like them on pizza. I don't like them on pizza. I don't like when people put them on their fingers and eat them off their fingers. That's my favorite pastime. <laughs> oh, sorry. It wasn't me. <laughs> I know. You're lucky we don't know it was you. <laughs> but I will always feel, uh, live with that guilt. That's true. Anytime anyone ever says, whatever happened to olives? I'll be like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> That's so weird. They just, someone snapped their fingers, they're gone. <laughs> Can we talk about something else now? (laughs) Mine is chili. Chili? Yes. Why? It's horrible. Disgusting. The worst thing ever. Oh my goodness. That was intense. (laughs) So like, there's so many different kinds of chili. You would just eliminate all chili. All of it. Everything that can be classified as chili is gone. Hmm. Vanished. That's like a lot of foods though. Well, the foods are still there. Okay. Like Just you still got combined. the meat, you still got the beans, the tomato, whatever's in chili. You can still have them separate, mm-hmm. but not together. Your choice is a little more selfish than mine, I think. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I hate chili. I hate chili. I don't want to ever see anyone ever eat it. <laughs> Enjoy it or yeah, anything. No, I just... Do you want people to know it was you? Yes. <laughs> They need to know it was me. I'll announce it. (laughs) Everyone. Oh my gosh. I made the executive decision to get rid of chili. It's illegal now. (laughs) And you're so proud of that decision you made. (laughs) Waiting for the applause. (laughs) You're welcome. I did it. (laughs) Uh, 
thought I thought something. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good question. Thank you. Before we get into today's topic, a little disclaimer. We are not experts or professionals. We are very much amateurs and currently struggle with these issues. We like to be as open and honest as possible, so some of what we say may be triggering to some. Lexi, <laughs> yes. do you have a self-love win from this past week? I do. Um, on Sunday, I decided, well, actually, for a couple of months, I've been wanting to cut my hair off, but I've been too nervous to, and on Sunday, I just decided to do it. And my hair is kind of a, like, a security blanket, but I cut it, and now it's this long, and it was, like, almost down to my belly button. It was? So, yeah. Dang. That's I cut long. off, like, this much. That's crazy. Yeah. Was it just a random, you were sick of it, so you hacked it off moment? Or had you been thinking about it for a while? Yeah, well, yeah, I've been wanting to do it for, like, a couple months, but I've just been too scared to. I have the, I'm the same way with my hair. I cut it short once for, right before my mission, because I didn't want to have to get my hair cut while I was on my mission. And I hated every second of having short hair. I just felt so uncomfortable. How short was it? It was just, like, just to my shoulders. Mm -hmm. I've never gone shorter than that ever. Mm -hmm. I don't... Unless, like, when I was a kid, I had short hair. But as a adult, I've never had short hair. Yeah. I think for me, I'm really self-conscious about my chest. And so, like, like my long hair, like, would cover my chest. Oh. I would, like, want it to be not as noticeable. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because for me, it's about wanting to appear more feminine mm -hmm. because I'm self-conscious, have always been self-conscious that I'm like too large and manly. Mm -hmm. And so long hair to me represents femininity. Yeah. And I'm nervous to cut my hair short because it takes in like my subconscious mind, it takes that away. Right. And puts me at risk of being <laughs> called a man. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Long hair and femininity are tied yeah together yeah they definitely are culturally synonymous mm -hmm. is that the right word i don't know okay i like it though <laughs> sounds good <laughs> thank you <laughs> i wrote it down and wanted to include it in the podcast yeah. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> leah what about your win <laughs> um i thrifted the cutest dress at a market the other day it was a denim dress and i wore it yesterday even though my legs are super hairy right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I usually am on top of, like, getting waxed. Like, I don't miss an appointment. But my dog has to get surgery in the next couple weeks. And that's a big, that's a lot of money. So I wanted to save a little bit extra, and I skipped my waxing appointment. And mm -hmm. here we are, like, it showed. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I did not know this <laughs> That's the thing, is, like, people don't notice. Yeah. But it was this huge deal for me in the morning. Really? Like, debating, my legs are hairy right now, and it's even it's even a long dress. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like it's to my knees. Right. It's like a maxi dress, almost. A midi Could dress. Could you, like, to see your ankles, and you were, like... It, well, I was wearing tall boots, too, or, like, ankle boots. So you can see your legs at all? You could see, like, four inches of my leg. Oh, my gosh. From, like, like... Here to here. You can even see your legs. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can't even like see it. You're like blonde. So <laughs> it's like it keeps you warm. It yeah, I'm very warm. Too warm. <laughs> I want to be cold. No hair on my legs. Yeah. So yeah, that was a win for me. In the past I would have never. Mm -hmm. Even if it is just four inches of my leg showing. It's mm -hmm. 
too much. Do you ever shave? Not anymore, not since I started getting waxed. The maintenance of shaving was too much, and it would make my hair grow back really dark and thick. So, yeah, so getting waxed, my hair has gotten a lot thinner on my legs, and it comes back blonde Mm -hmm. before it would come in, like, black. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's why it was so hard for me at first because like I would you could see visibly see the hair on my legs now not so much with it being blonde and thinner but isn't that crazy like we can't feel comfortable unless our legs are like completely bare but it's just like such a normal thing to like yeah hair on your body it goes against human nature to shave your legs yeah it's interesting like arms like we walk around with hair on our arms most of us yeah and that's fine but not in our armpits yeah that's not okay yeah why? I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting. The double standard. It is. So we're approaching Christmas. Mm-hmm. What is your mindset usually as you approach the holidays in regards to your body image? I think like September, October, I'm like, the thought comes to my head like, okay, I don't want to gain weight this holiday season. And yeah. then I try to like not think that way. Like those thoughts are involuntary almost, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. What are what are your thoughts? I'm on the same page as you. I start thinking like I don't want to gain weight. I got to make sure my eating is okay on my normal days so that I can have these bigger meals for holidays. And then I have family here. Mhm. And then I have family in Spokane now through my boyfriend. And so when I lived in Spokane, I would travel back here for holidays. And now that I live here, we're traveling back to Spokane for holidays. So it was always like a big, like, I haven't seen these people for a year. I am nervous about their, like, how I will present myself, my body. Mm -hmm. That was a weird way to say that, but... Just, like, being self-conscious of how much weight I've gained or if they think I look different or, like, I'm not taking care of myself or whatever it is, that always crosses my mind. Without a doubt. Without fail. Every year. Editing Leah here. The next two minutes of audio are really bad, but don't worry. It doesn't stay like that. I've never had to, like, I've always been close to family, so I've never, I guess, like, extended family. I haven't seen them for a a while it's, but I don't know I'm not close to them so I don't really care what they think about me I just like have never had to deal with visiting close family after a long period of time and like being worried about what I look like just because I'm around them all the time so they've seen me like change you know yeah they're already they already know you mm-hmm. it's a hard emotion to navigate because we actually found a reddit post that's really interesting that talks about this that we wanted to share today but it's so emotionally devastating to feel like they're gonna judge me because I put on weight so like I said we found this reddit post that we wanted to go into um it's from a year ago and the title of it is showing up to a family event after you gained weight question mark and it's on the red the subreddit lose it okay the tldr I gained weight instead of losing it because she was trying to lose weight for a wedding of her cousin. Feeling super embarrassed and uncomfortable in my body. My cousin gets married and I don't know if I should still fly there even though it feels like a nightmare. So sad. 
It's really sad. And there's parts in the post that are just so emotional. I would love to have your advice. I have a flight tomorrow and sitting here in tears with no idea if I should take it or not. So that kind of shows you how devastating it is to her that she has put on weight instead of losing weight for this wedding. She has like wedding. so torn about whether to go or not. Yeah, and she says at one point in the post, should I choose my family and go to the wedding or should I choose myself and stay home? And I thought that was a really interesting mindset to have. Mm -hmm. That like by staying and choosing to avoid this event because you're self-conscious of your weight is you choosing yourself. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this post? So I was reading a lot of comments where people were like saying, you should just go, have a good time. Um, one, that's a lot easier said than done. And then two, I feel like a lot of people end up not going to things because they're self-conscious of something. And I don't think people need that added pressure of feeling guilty for not doing something. Or like people saying like, you should just go and have a good time. Like it, hearing that something like that is so easy for someone and then it's so hard for you is another feeling of guilt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, like if, you, if you're not able to go, don't also feel guilty about it. Just like reevaluate and try to... I don't know. But I, yeah, I get what you're saying because yeah. for this person, it's obviously so hard for them. They're paralyzed with fear. They're in tears the day before. And for people to say, just go and have fun, that person probably wouldn't be able to just go and have fun. Mm -hmm. They'd be thinking about it the whole time. Like it's so hard for them and it's so at the forefront of their minds that if they do go, they'll still be nervous the whole time. And so for someone else to say, just go, it adds to the already pressure of feeling like you want to go but paralyzed with fear and you can't. And yeah. like it adds, is that what you're. Yeah. And also, someone was like, your cousin will be so sad and like devastated if you don't go. That's just another guilt point. Like you're yeah. going to feel guilty. But also, I don't think the cousin would be mad you know like if the cousin understands like the cousin will love you either way you know they'll yeah. they of course want you there but they're not gonna like make you feel guilty for not going I mean I wouldn't but maybe some people would make you feel guilty for not going. But. Yeah, I feel that's it's really interesting that you say that because I didn't think about it in that sense. I was like on board with the comments that were saying you should just go. Your family will miss you because that's where my mindset was at when I was reading her post. Like, just go. It's in reality, your body doesn't matter. They don't care about your body. And this is your own. I mean, ideally, this is the only time that one cousin is going to be getting married. There might not be another wedding and you would have missed out but from that's from that's thinking from the perspective of other the other people that will be in attendance like oh they will miss you they'll mm -hmm. be sad you didn't come they'll instead of thinking from the perspective of the person that is trying to decide if they're gonna go or not they're the person with the really disordered thoughts if mm -hmm. that's okay to say and so for them that doesn't help it's not helpful Right. Because it's already, they already are struggling so bad with it. They need to make the decision for them and not on behalf of other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. I think not thinking, I think taking the pressure off, like not thinking, oh, you'll have such a good time, like go and see your family. It's, they'll be sad if you don't go. Taking that pressure away will make it easier to go. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I had a hard time going to school 
because of like my anxiety and when I would hear my friends be like just go like we miss you it's okay like we're sad you're not here that just made me feel like so much guilt for not going Hmm. but when I just forgot about like what other people were thinking and like it was a little bit easier to go I don't know yeah if that makes sense I feel like I understand. So basically, having them be neutral about it Mm -hmm. either way is what helped you feel more comfortable coming, Mm -hmm. going to school. And like in the wedding scenario, if instead they were to say, we love you either way, we understand that this is hard and be neutral on the decision instead of like begging them to come or say, just come, it'll be fine. Um, That that takes the pressure off the decision Mm -hmm. because there's no expectation Mm -hmm. there. You can say what I'm thinking so much better than (laughs) I can say what I'm thinking. (laughs) I'm glad you're understanding what's coming out of my mouth because I don't even understand it. I'm the translator. Yeah, no, I get it. And it's it's just interesting because that's not where my mind went. Like, there was one comment that going along these lines that I really liked, but now I'm thinking, I'm just going to read it. It says, I am so sorry you're struggling with this so much. That sounds really hard. And although I don't know you, I'm sure you don't deserve to feel this crappy. I would gently challenge your framing of this problem. To me, it doesn't sound like it's a choice between choosing other people, going to the wedding versus choosing yourself, staying home. To me, it sounds like a choice between loving yourself right now, going to the wedding, and punishing yourself, staying home. So what are your thoughts on that? It still, like, puts so much guilt around staying home when I feel like so many people choose to, like, stay home from things and they're just at home feeling like garbage about themselves. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) What are your thoughts on it? Well, when I first read it, I was like, yes, I agree that choosing to stay home would be punishing yourself for not having lost the weight. But in another perspective, it's not that going to the wedding is loving yourself and staying home is punishing yourself because if it was me and I've been in this position, not with a wet, my cousin's wedding specifically, but like I've through high school, college, I've always had these instances where I'm like, I don't want to do a certain thing because I'm not comfortable about my body and like insecure about it, which like stepping back from the situation is obviously not a good thing. And you want to be able to tell the person like, stop thinking about it, just go and have fun. You'll regret not going. But even if I went, I would still be, I would be thinking about it the whole time and uncomfortable and it wouldn't be fun. And mm-hmm. so it's not like I'm loving myself by going to the situation necessarily. It's like I'm, to me, that would feel like the punishment. Mm-hmm. Going and then having to be anxious and insecure the whole time versus staying home. And if the family really loves you, them being okay with that decision and you feeling at peace with it and not having to put yourself in an uncomfortable spot. Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I do feel like whenever I've pushed myself to do things that I've, I'm uncomfortable with, I typically don't regret it. I am happy I I did whatever was hard for me. But I think you need to love yourself whether you're able to push yourself and do that or you need to take a step back and you're not able to do it this time. You need to yeah. approach both with love, you know? Yeah, I really like that. Loving yourself either way if you can't do it or if you can. And obviously being able to push yourself and go, you might have a good time and you might be able to look back fondly on photos and your family would be happy that you're there. But sometimes you have to be okay that mentally you're not there. I think that's 
really important and a good callback to one of the points that we talked about in our last episode about loving yourself through the process that you might not always be able to do the hard thing or you might not always be where you are mentally Mm -hmm. or where you want to be mentally but that's okay and it's it's a long journey Mm -hmm. to get there and you might fall back you might take a step forward whatever but yeah that's a really I like that point. Um, I do just want to read a little bit more of what this person said, basically going into why they think that going is loving yourself and staying home is punishing yourself. Mm -hmm. They said, why do I say that? It sounds like you believe that you don't get to enjoy anything unless you are good enough. That mindset leads people to deny themselves fun experiences, new clothes, even the possibility of finding love until they reach some arbitrary number on the scale. A mindset of punishment and deprivation often backfires because we take comfort in food and then end up gaining even more so it's hard for me because i understand what they're saying like we said denying yourself fun experiences because you don't feel good enough or you're not comfortable in your body feels it's hard it's like that in that in and of itself is a sad thing um so i don't know i guess like where's the balance of being able I, I mean i guess it's just loving yourself like you said like either way being able to be okay with your decision i saw a couple comments where people were saying they were in the exact same position and i think it's comforting to know that other people are going through hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus the exact same thing as you and just getting out of your own head and focusing on other people like specifically at the wedding like everyone's thinking about themselves and like how they're being perceived by other people and like recognizing that will help you like get out of your own head and just focusing on other people yeah i wrote something down really similar to that so i wrote i think about it every single time i see or visit someone new it's it being how they'll react to my body whatever size it is it's honestly been a major motivating factor for me throughout my health journey gotta get fit and shock people when i visit but why do i care if they care and if they care that means they are insecure about the same exact thing it's a projection of all of our own insecurities Mm -hmm. So, like you said, everyone is thinking about themselves. We're all, like, we're not alone in this wanting to impress people when we go back and visit or Mm -hmm. wanting to make a good impression or whatever it is. And, I mean, in reality, the people probably aren't thinking about you, but if they are, then that's just a reflection of their mindset, and that means they're probably insecure about where they're at as well. Mm -hmm. That they would care about what you look like. Yeah. Is kind of weird. Yeah, and I think it's very, like, What's the word? Where you feel alone. Isolating. Isolating. To feel like everyone's watching you and it feels like you're the only person feeling that way. Yeah. Main character syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But everyone's doing the exact same thing and you're not alone. Yeah. I wrote down your body's not a project. Ooh. I think because someone said, like, go to the wedding, enjoy yourself, and then come home and start working on your body and start counting calories. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't like that one. I didn't like it either. Like, if you're not happy in your body right now, you're not going to be happy when you've lost 30. Yeah, and what's 
it's interesting because I have actually recently lost some weight and I some days I feel really good like knowing like oh I've lost x amount of pounds um and like feeling accomplished about that but in the same at the same time I am still very much just as insecure as I was before the little bit of weight loss Mm -hmm. And I still feel just as huge as I felt back then. And I still, like, my mindset is very much the same. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm, like, down a pant size or down a shirt size or whatever it is. And um, one of the first times I did keto with my boyfriend, I had lost a lot of weight then too and got down to my smallest weight since, like, high school. And I still felt like I had so much weight to lose. Like, I still felt, I feel like huge is a like a bad word to say but that's how I felt I felt huge still and I look back on photos of that and I'm like I was so skinny Mm -hmm. I was so slim like I me now is like oh that's the perfect body but me then was still chasing the feeling of like I did it I made it I'm here Mm-hmm. I've got the per I finished the project when that's not the case like you have to work on the mental yeah I feel like you'll never get to that finish line or like that perfect body that you're always gonna be like chasing something as long as your focus is on the way you're you look mm-hmm. so going and having fun at the wedding and then just planning on counting calories when you get home I feel like that just feeds into the the diet cycle mm-hmm. of like okay I'm just I'm gonna diet when I get home so yeah I'll just pig out now eat everything I want drink as much as I want and then I'll be good when I get home and it just I'll be happy yeah when I'm home and yeah dieting yeah yeah exactly and that's not good it's Mm -hmm. and it's a hard cycle to break from um because it's always like oh i'll just have this treat today and then i'll be good for the week or like it's always pushing off what um never mind (laughs) okay (laughs) never mind i've been there before (laughs) so how how do you feel content with yourself right now how you are right now like do I feel content or how how would I yeah how do we get to the point where we feel good where we're at I don't know know (laughs) that's why we're doing this podcast (laughs) because we don't know (laughs) I would love to sit down with some kind of therapist or even like people from the body positivity movement I would I just want to hear everyone's opinions on this I want to hear the expert opinions I want to hear the lived through it and healed from it opinions because I can only say and speak to my own experience Mm -hmm. and I think for me to be able to get to the point where I'm content it's gonna it it feels impossible because I've struggled with it my whole life and you know I want so badly to be at that point and see myself the way people who love me see me and not tie any worth to where my body is at whether it's I've gained weight lost weight whatever it is I think it's something that takes a for people who have struggled with it it would take a lot of practice a lot of actively implementing strategies and like actively working on it um I don't know yeah it's hard because in every other aspect of our lives we're constantly trying to get better with our jobs we're trying to move up the ladder or make more money or grow a family or you know like buy a house and 
it's hard to not put that pressure on the way we look like constantly wanting to look better Mm -hmm. especially with like new year's coming up there's gonna be so much and we want to do a whole episode about this but there's gonna be so much in the media and from companies and ads and stuff about make 2024 your year that you'll find you'll become the best version of yourself and I made a I think it was a TikTok I used to post about I was into bodybuilding for a minute there and I was sharing my journey but I was reminiscing so I found this quote it says healing is not becoming the best version of yourself healing is letting the worst version of yourself be loved And I think that is where becoming content with yourself would stem from. And healing would be, like we've talked about, being okay with not being your best and not always chasing after your perfect body or the best version of yourself. Making 2024 is my year. Mm -hmm. I like that. I read this somewhere real health is not measured by the way you look you're so worried about other people i mean the reason we don't want people to recognize that we gained weight is because gaining weight is attributed to a lifestyle when you gain weight and someone sees you you're gonna assume that they think you're just pigging out every single day you're not working out you don't care about yourself you've let yourself go Mm -hmm. when in reality they have no way of seeing what your actual health is like by looking at you you could have put on weight but you're more active than you've ever been or you're more in love with yourself than you've ever been yeah just because you look a certain way doesn't mean you're not healthy right like the media has switched that health is looking a specific way when in reality it's how you feel ow (laughs) move we actually hate each other in real life (laughs) we're just in this for the money freaking hate you Anyways, Lexi. (laughs) We've been enemies since the fifth grade. Yeah. (laughs) Which is exactly why we thought we should do a podcast together. I want to touch on someone's comment. They said that use the photos from the wedding as before photos for when you go home. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was an interesting comment. (laughs) Yeah, what did you think about it? I was like, okay, like if she loses weight and can look back on the photos and see the difference, I could see that being cool. And we could do a whole episode about before and after photos and just stuff like that in general. If that's your mindset going into a situation, like I look so terrible, these are going to be my before photos. That's not healing. That's not peace. That's not, you're going to feel so uncomfortable taking those photos. Like I think it's, it's a decent approach, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to relate to the person and be like, if you go, these will be great before photos. But it's so damaging and kind of crazy and so sad. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Here's a comment. If girl, wear all black with a belt around you, waist, and showing off whatever is skinnier. You try it. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you try that. <laughs> if girl, try. <laughs> Black <Girl>? belt. <laughs> Skinnier. <laughs> but it's sad because it's just pushing the idea that skinny is equal to better yeah here's how you look skinnier yeah you wear black and a belt around your waist if girl (laughs) if girl of course (laughs) that comment is crazy we should make that the title of this video (laughs) yes 
a lot of these comments are just saying what we've talked about, about, like, this one says, I would be crushed if someone didn't want to attend an important event in my life because they had gained weight. Before doing this, I didn't see a problem with that. I was like, yeah, I would be crushed if my, which I would be crushed if my mom said I've put on, well, use your cousin. If my, okay, if my cousin said, I don't want to come to your wedding because I've gained weight. I think I I wouldn't be crushed. I would feel sad for them that that's how they feel, but I think after talking this through with you, my reaction would be, I love you either way. Do what you feel is best. No pressure. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people could approach it with that compassion, though. Yeah. If they're the ones getting married, like, it would be hurtful. Yeah, yeah, which is why I was saying if it was my mom or a sibling that said, I can't come, I've gained weight, I think that would be really hard Mm -hmm. to navigate. And mostly you would just feel, I hate it when my mom makes comments about feeling self-conscious or Mm -hmm. not good enough when I'm like, you're perfect, you're amazing, you're my mom, I love everything about you, I want you to see that. Yeah. And so if someone close to me was like not wanting to attend my wedding because of weight, I think I would try really hard to let them know that I don't care about your weight. Like that's not what we see. We love your personality. We love, I love you because you're my mom, not because you're skinny or fat or whatever it is. It's so hard to like internalize those positive thoughts and like what the people closest around you are saying about you. It's hard to accept that. Yeah. Like how you were saying to your mom all those kind things. Like you hear them, but like just feel That's like they're so just words, you know? But yeah. you you genuinely are saying those things. Yeah. Like with my entire, what's the saying? Being. Yeah. I love you. Mm-hmm. But my mom has said those things to me when I've expressed my insecurities to her. And you're right. It's just words. It doesn't, I'm not mentally in a place to accept that. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is just the most important thing if you have someone approach you or say they don't want to come to accept that and express neutrality. You have no idea what other people are like going through or yeah, feeling or experiencing. Yeah, and you don't need to add more pressure. Like, well, I would be devastated if you didn't yeah. come. That totally adds more pressure. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right about that. So interesting. Like, I my mindset has completely shifted. Really? From where I was. Like, I looked up an article. I was coming in foc- wanting to focus on inspiring people to go to the wedding. That was my approach. Mm-hmm. Found an article with advice about accepting your body and start how to start doing what you've been putting off because of insecurities and stuff Mm -hmm. and i wrote down this quote you can experience joy in this body pleasure success and more in this body know that you deserve all of this your body deserves all of this that is part of body acceptance and i really liked that but i think the other side of things with reading it now after we've talked is you can experience joy in this body and you deserve to but it's okay if you're not there Mm -hmm. and as someone who loves you it's okay if you're not there I love you if you're here or if you're not here Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just I I wasn't expecting to like change my opinion yeah I do think it's there are times where you can push yourself and like do something out of your comfort zone like Mm -hmm. I'm not saying 
always just stay home if it's uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. The reason I was coming at it from that perspective is because I went through a couple years after getting diagnosed with depression and anxiety and starting medication that I had it in my mind that I needed to avoid everything that gave me anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I got a work from home job. I stopped going out. I started saying no to things that gave me anxiety. And for a while, it was really freeing. And it was great to avoid these things that had put so much pressure on me. But by the end of a year or two, I felt like I had turned into a blob. Yeah. <laughs> by not physically, like mentally, because I hadn't pushed myself and I hadn't tried to do hard things and I had avoided things that gave me anxiety and so this year actually at the beginning I made a commitment to myself to like say no or say to say no to everything even more things (laughs) (laughs) to take it to the next level (laughs) we're becoming a vegetable this year (laughs) to push myself and do more things that are hard for me and as a result like I'm doing this podcast I started a business I've done markets like this has been a really incredible year for me and so I am also really passionate about doing those things that are hard yeah I agree I this year has been amazing yeah I have more friends than I've ever had (laughs) and like I started a business and I've just and that's because I've always been pushing myself out of my comfort zone and trying to do better but when I am not able to or I need to stay home it's that guilt is not beneficial at all like putting any type of like guilt on you yourself yeah and then it's also gonna make it even harder to push yourself the next time because you've been feeling guilty I don't know yeah it's like a cycle yeah and it's that's probably where the balance is is when you when you do say no to something that gives you anxiety or you do decide to stay home from something because you were too self-conscious about whatever the event was like bowling I hate bowling (laughs) <laughs> why could you suck at bowling or something <laughs> i'm a i'm an incredible bowler are you really <laughs> no <laughs> i was for like a week i had i <laughs> i was going with my family very often and like i had learned how to do like a, a little trick flip little thing. trick flip backwards <laughs> no <laughs> some kind of like spin curve ball or yeah. like whatever and yeah but bowling is one of those activities that is hard for me to be excited about because everyone watches you walk up. Mm-hmm. Everyone watches you bowl, which is an awkward body movement in general. You have this huge heavy ball. Your fingers might get stuck in it. Yeah. It's kind of gross, but it's like this awkward thing. And then after you bowl and see how you did, everyone watches you. Everyone's looking at <laughs> everyone's you. watching you either fail or if you did, if you got a strike, you have to react like, Yay! yes. <laughs> I got a stride. It is so awkward. <laughs> it's so when awkward. When you break it down like that. Yeah. It's so awkward. It's a very awkward um activity to take people to go do. So that's something that I have said no to in the past because I'm like, I'm very self-conscious. Yeah. I know everyone will be watching me do these very awkward things. Yeah. And I don't want that. I 100% know where you're coming from. <laughs> Or, like, when you turn around and you get a strike and, like, no one's watching. Yeah. And you're like, what the f- am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, you were, w- and you just have to say, you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a strike. Like, do you celebrate even though no one's watching? Like, it's bad when they are watching and it's bad yes, when they aren't watching. It's so awkward. And you're like, yeah, bowling is it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it. <laughs> it's not it. I'll keep saying no to bowling. <laughs> Although, if it was just me bowling, it's fun. Like, do you go bowling by yourself? 
I've never gone by myself. <laughs> so I don't know why you just called me out on my bullshit. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I imagine it would be fun to bowl by myself in an empty bowling alley. Like, no one even in the lanes, like, just me. Just you. Yeah, then I think I could really let loose and yeah. have some fun. That's with it. awesome. <laughs> I'm going bowling. Oh, who are you going with? Just myself? It's me. I bought, I rented the whole place out for me. So, how are you feeling after talking about this? I feel really good. Me too. I feel like I need to work on talking, but and <laughs> forming my thoughts into words, but no, I feel great. like you understand what I'm trying to say, so. Yeah. It works. Yeah. No, I think we make a good pair for sure. Mm -hmm. And I really liked what you brought to the table today. I really, yeah, I really appreciated <laughs> your perspective on things. You changed my opinion, my, like, like I said, I had a completely different approach coming into this and you completely changed my opinion on things and my mindset. And I feel like moving forward, I want to approach everyone's decisions with neutrality and like not just think about my body image and my insecurities but think about other people and how they feel about theirs too and try to honor that not honor that but try to be accepting and as loving as possible mm -hmm. and I don't want to add any additional pressure to anyone so if anyone does say they feel uncomfortable or self-conscious I just want to let them know that I love them either way mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really important for me moving forward yeah like approach people with empathy and understanding and i think i want to show that love to myself in situations and yeah. like just be more compassionate towards myself like if i can't if i feel like i need to like take a step back that's okay thank you for pointing that out too mm -hmm. it's just as important um applying the same compassion and empathy to yourself it's probably the hardest part mm -hmm probably the hardest thing to do and it's what we're here for that's why we're you know you're listening to this podcast that's why we're doing this podcast because that's the hard thing but yeah learning to apply the same compassion to yourself will be really important too so yeah i think is that everything i think so okay well with that um our next episode is we're gonna be going over and reacting to weight loss ads for the new year like old stuff vintage stuff new stuff the good stuff yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be wild <laughs> we're excited about it thanks guys <laughs> bye bye <laughs> wings are here oh from no i'd never order from anymore popeyes now has wings in five flavors ghost pepper roasted garlic parmesan sweet and spicy signature hot and honey barbecue marinated in louisiana spices hand battered and flipped makes no sense they're 5.99 for six pieces taste them mm, crunchy outside and juicy inside consider me a convert that's the most romantic thing you've said to me all month we don't make sense we make chicken love that chicken from popeyes price may vary